It's come down to this. 100 laps, five to go at the line. Five cars, nose to tail, heading down into turn number one. It's anybody's race inside Florida Racing. It's definitely crunch time. Somebody's going to have to make a move. Three laps to go as they cross the start-finish line. Going down into turn number one. They start to fan out. Coming off a of two, they're side-by-side side, down the back straightaway. Inside Florida Racing. That's it. Coming off a of turn four, white flag in the air. Checkers and wreckers. Anybody's race as they go down to turn number one. They fan out. Two by two, three wide. Coming off the turn number two, they get sideways down the back straightaway. Someone breaks loose to the top, trying to make the run up on the high side. Going to do it the hard way around. Coming around four, there's still two by two. Three cars drop back. It's one car coming out sideways. Two's on the inside, coming to the line. It's anybody's race. Inside Florida Racing. 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 Inside Florida. Inside Florida Racing. Well, good evening, everyone. Yes, it is in time once again for Inside Florida Racing. Good evening and uh, Merry Christmas. I'm in the mood already. I'm CC Brooks once again back with you with Jack Smith and Rob Bonehead Elding. And I'll tell you what, I had some racing fun this weekend up in Orlando Speed World. My first time there for the Charity Truckers 200 race. And that was a real good time. But, you know, we need to get to some really big news, Rob. Yes, what's happening, CC? Well, um, we need to get some really big news about the um, the big switch up, the, the changeover of track in Clewiston, and uh, congratulate Ken Kenny for now taking over ownership and is now the New Hendry County Motorsports Park. Uh, yeah, turn your mic up, Jack. And by, by the way, Rob has moved into a bath escape. He's in this this cavernous uh, tube. And therefore, his voice sounds different than ours. He's broadcasting from a cave. Is it really bad? No, no, no. It's not bad. No, it's we're just bad. funning with you, man. So congratulations to, congratulations to Ken Kenny. I mean, um, you take a look at what he did with his United Dirt Lake Model Challenge Series. I can only see a great future for the new track now in Clewiston. Oh, he's already, you know, getting it prepped already, bringing in new dirt. Um, I am looking forward to heading out there for the first race of their new season under Ken's management. And uh, we're going to have on the show this evening, first up, the uh, new race director for out there at Closeton, Billy Osborne, is going to be with us and uh, tell us more about the excitement of the new the new track, the new track ownership and the big, the big plans out there. Ken Kenny's really stepped in now, hasn't he? I, you know what? I think that this is going to be a great thing for that racetrack and for the uh, dirt race community. And I'm looking forward to making a lot more trips out there in 09. Well, it's nothing like uh, when you got a great series. I guess there's nothing like having your own place, uh, your own little playground to have uh, some races at, right? Oh, that's true. That's true. But I think it's going to help a lot of other uh, uh, dirt drivers and the classes out there. He's going to bring some uh, big improvements out there. I think it's just going to be all for the better. Why don't we see if we can get Billy on the line? You go ahead and what, okay. line up what we got. I, I think Kenny, you can't, I mean, Ken's going to drive himself crazy is what's going to happen there. He's going to have a racetrack, got to deal with all the Oh, Rob, uh, Ken driving himself crazy is nothing new. He does that all the time just yeah. with the series. But we have a great show, everyone. First off, we're going to talk with Billy Osborne, who is the new race director out of the new 
Hendry County Motorsports Park. Then we're going to talk about the big race that happened Saturday night, which was the Charity Truckers 200 up at Orlando Speed World. We're going to speak to the winner. Steve Darvalik going to be here with us. Uh, Jason Howell. Um, I believe who Jason finished six. It was quite impressive. 23-year-old driver. It was only his second race in the truck, um, so that he did really good. We'll get his thoughts about the race. And also uh, going to be on the show tonight, Keith Butler, who just won the Checkered Flag Sprint Series Championship. David Wilson, uh, we're going to be speaking with him in the big change in his racing career for 09. We'll find out all about that. And David Rogers, he is going to be on the show talking about the snowball race. And let's see what else we have to cover the November driver of the month. We'll talk more about the December driver of the month and uh, what we are doing at Inside Florida Racing to make preparations for the big announcements for the uh, driver of the year and the lifetime achievement. And um, we have lots to cover tonight. This will be the first time we have ever had announced the Pandora Jewelers driver of the month for two months on the same night. And we have to do that simply because this tonight is the last show of uh, 2008. We'll be back on the air January 12th. But if we ever needed a drum roll, we need it now. We need it now. Hold on. Yeah, That's the closest I can get here. Yeah. Okay, well, let's, Jack, you don't have something better than that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I well, know. that was me just doing my best. I but uh, do we have Do we have him? Is yeah, he here? Billy Osborne's with us. Billy, welcome to the show. What the world are y'all doing over there? We're having fun. Hey, congratulations. I mean, you you, you guys got to get a drum roll or something. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? We're going to have to either, you know, find something or I'll start bringing a drummer with me to the show. Uh, you don't need a drum roll for me. I'm just a little guy in this industry. I don't need anything. You just announced here's the knucklehead. That's all you got to say. All right. Now, you've been, I know you've been traveling this weekend all over the place, right? You were, you were all up in the... In the snowball world for the weekend and all that, and uh, you guys are probably going to talk about that on trackside tonight, later tonight. Yeah, I've been trying to get a hold of Augie Drill all day. I haven't touched base with him yet, but uh, if we get him, we grab him. If not, we'll just do a show. And uh, me and Joe's going to do it tonight. Randy's going to take the night off. But yeah, the snowball derby is something I look forward to every year. You know, you you work hard all year long, and this is one of the shows where I like to go and relax and just enjoy. And of course, you know, Jack, I'm sitting in the grandstand. Uh, Friday night, just picking the place apart. I think the Bryant family's done a wonderful job, but I'm sitting there going, man, oh, man, we're wasting a lot of time. But that's just me. And all the guys are with me going, will you relax, man? (laughs) Just calm down. And I was like, dude, they said, you're on vacation. My cell phone's ringing. They won't let me answer it. They said, you're on vacation. Enjoy yourself. And I'm sitting there complaining. I got to went to the car. I had like seven laps completing the modified race. I said, look, guys, I'm cold. I'm not used to sitting out here amongst the, 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 the human people. I'm used to sitting in the tower where it's warm and trying to make sure things are going smooth so you guys ain't here all night, but you're fixing to be here all night because I'm going to the car, and I got up and left. Been there, man. I've done that. I, I know exactly what you mean. Oh, I know exactly what he's talking about. When I go to a concert that I'm not putting on myself, I can see everything that's wrong and get frustrated. Yeah, yeah. and the cold. It, it, it was wrong. They just, you know, it takes a, you know, this is what I did. I stood up, and I'd crack and jokes with them. I said, you know, because they, they'd have a wreck, and it'd take them 15 minutes to clean it up. And I stood up in the grass, and I said, you know, I figured this asphalt racing deal out. And don't get me wrong, I'm not bashing on asphalt racing because I started in both things, and, and I enjoy all races. But what I said was, is I think the, I don't think the tow truck can hook up to them until the insurance adjuster gets here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the head of the party. I'm, I'm, I'm in the grandstand having a bash, and everybody's laughing. And, and, they, and, I, and I told them one time, you know, like, um, 
I seen a piece of debris on the back straightaway, and it sat there like two laps. And I told him, I said, there's a piece of debris on the back straightaway. And, and everybody's looking, they're looking. I point out to him, nobody can see it. And the one guy goes, and then here comes the caution. It was doing the sportsman race, and here's the caution. And they go out there to pick the debris up, and the one kid sitting next to goes, how do you see that? I said, hey, man, I look at things a whole lot different. Y'all, y'all, y'all enjoying the show, you know. And it, it's, it's all good, you know. It's, it's one of them things where, like I said, you go there to relax. We go there every year. We have a good time. There's six or eight of us that go, and uh, we enjoy ourselves, you know. And uh, that's what it's about, going and sitting and having a good time. But getting back at it, you know, this weekend with some more dirt racing out of Volusian, uh, no, it- looking forward to things to come. Well, no, wait a minute, Billy. How cold was it that you couldn't hack, you know, being out there? Because I've sat in some really cold weather to watch a race. Well, I'll be honest with you. It was about 41 when I got to the car. And I can hack cold weather because I've been on the flags in at Volusia for a little over 10 years, and it's been nice where it's been 28 degrees, and I'm still out there working and stuff like that. So I'm pretty good at it. But you know what? When I ain't got to sit in it, I'll go home. I'll go, you know, just go to the car. <laughs> so let's so talk. Get wrong. If I was working, it would have been all good. But yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, Billy, yeah, t- tell us a little bit about your uh, uh, your racing uh, history here as far as working at racetracks and, and a little bit about your background that uh, is uh, is now going to take another turn. You're going south, but tell us where you've been so far. Well, I, I started in racing about, uh, I guess it's been about 12, 13 years ago. Um, I've been actually helping buddies on race cars for a long time. My brother races a car. Um, my buddy was running a, another buddy of mine was running a tow truck and he asked me, he said, you want to go to Volusia one night? And I, he said, come give me a hand. So I went out there and it turned out to be a weekly thing. And then like a, two weeks before, two weeks or what they call winter nationals or what we call dirt car nationals now, I, I told him that I asked him if they knew where I could get a set of flags at. And I, I want, I told him I wanted to buy my own set of flags. And it started right then. I mean, that the third, first night of, of, uh, three weeks or dirt car nationals. They uh, put me in the flag stand, and and that's where I worked. And uh, I've been there ever since until last year. But I've been I've been at Volusia for around 12 years, 13 years, somewhere that nature. And uh, I went to Putnam two years ago, took on that adventure, and uh, you know helped the buddy uh, run that place a couple years ago. And it turned out, turned out to be a pretty good thing. But uh, you know this year was a whole lot different for me because I took the uh, I took on the role helping out Mike Peters at Ocala on Fridays and. Uh, you know, I still continue to do what I was doing at Volusia on Saturday. And, you know, that's something I want to do. You know what I mean? I want to do everything uh, everything I can. I just love racing, you know. And I'm still looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, this year with Ken, or next year coming in 2009 with Ken, I'm going to help him with his series as much, you know, every show without a doubt. I'm going to, you know, try to help him get through his series and try to make it, um, I don't think you can make it stronger. Kind of like J.B. Weld, you don't, you know, you, you, you don't make it strong, stronger than what it already is because, it ain't going to get much stronger, but I think you'll see a lot of new things to come with him and um, a lot of things happen with the series, and I look forward to that. And then, You know, Ken taking on the, the deal this week or this year with uh, Henry County, that's something me and him have been talking about for a couple months. And uh, I promised him if he, if he would do the deal, I'd go help him. You know, and that's what I'm going to do. And, um, you know, yeah, it's weird because you asked me about the, the title that, that you're going to have there. I don't know what the title's going to be. And maybe director of racetrack personnel or whatever it takes, but uh, whatever whatever I can do to help Ken because he's helped me. And uh, it's a great relationship we picked up in the middle of this season. And uh, I look forward to next year a lot. Um, like I said, I still want to continue to do the things I'm doing now. Um, it's going to be tough to, to know that there's a 100% possibility, once again, 100% possibility that I may not be at Volusia Speedway Park. And uh, that's going to be the toughest part. But, 
and I'm going to get out and do things, and uh, I'm going to help the United Dirt Lay Mall Challenge Series or run that series for him. And, and when I'm not doing that, I'm going to be at Henry County helping him get that place to where it needs to be. And, the, you know, we talked about it, that uh, the, the place is a great facility. It's a great racetrack. Um, I had my first call Friday. I'm in Pensacola. I had a call from a guy about the racetrack. was asking questions. And, you know, you can just hear and feel the atmosphere down there. The racers, they know what they have. And, and like I said, the people that had it before, not that they didn't do a great job because they did. If not, the place would have been shut down like everybody talks about. But, you know, talking to people and the racers down there, they want that place to be open. And the first thing they ask about the service, and me and Ken's worked on the service, or actually he's worked more to me to help get a service. And we just talked about what it's going to be like. But there's a lot of big things to come down there. I mean, I think you'll see a lot of improvements. You'll see a lot of changes. You'll see a lot of personnel in place to, to make it one of the finest dirt tracks in the state. And there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are going to travel from down south up there to visit the races. And there's just, like I said, Jack Smith, and there's just so much potential at that little racetrack. It reminds me a lot of Putnam County when I was there a couple of years ago. There's so much potential. It's just been a lot of big letdown every year and every year. So, you know, it's about time somebody put the place up on its shoulders and lift it up high so people can see it. And I think that's something that me and Ken will be able to do together. So, uh, Billy, how long were you uh, a flagman before you actually started uh you know, wearing the hat of, of a race director. Actually, yeah, I've been flagging for around ten years, and over the last couple of years, I've been uh, I've been race director. I was actually uh, race directed one year from the flagman. I uh, and that got a little tough. And then last year, uh, Harvey Fink asked me to. Uh, Harvey Fink and Larry Fink actually asked me if I would uh, just take over the role of race director and, and hire a flagman so you could take care of everything. And, and that's pretty much. I mean, this year was my first full time year doing. One without the other is what I'm trying to say. But, I mean, I missed the flag stand, and, and I found out today for sure that during Dirt Car Nationals, I flag at all. But usually I flag the late models during that time. But I found out today that I'm not going to flag at all. I'm just going to be in the tower helping them run the safety personnel. But it's still a point. As long as you're part of it, that's what matters. And, you know, I think it would hurt me the most to know that, that I wouldn't be able to be a part of it. But, you know, for Dirt Motorsports to step up and still give me the opportunity to stick around and do that for them, uh, really means a lot to me, and, and, I, and I'm really looking forward to it. And, you know, me and Tanya Michelle, we have a great relationship at the racetrack. I mean, um, she's done one with the Park, and, and I've learned a lot from watching her this year and a few other things. But, you know, no matter what happens, I mean, we're not, not going to give up touching base with any of the people. You know, like I said, I want to try to continue to work with Ocala Speedway on Friday because I think this year helping Mike, you know, taught me just as much about racing as, as other things. You, you learn different things from different people. You know, you, you, you have different – what I'm trying to say about that is you have different races at Ocala that don't come to Volusia, and they wouldn't. They just raced on Friday. So it's like two different families. And then when you take on the role of working with Ken Kenny and United Dirt Lane All Challengers, like I did in any year, I promised I'd help you four races. You know, and in the middle of the season at the Thompson Memorial, we kind of got a little closer with things. And he understood what I could do in the villages I had, and, and he offered me a job, you know, to help you the last four races of the year. And that's what I did, and it worked out great, as you know, Jack Smith. You know, just being a part of, of your family and, and his family and Blue Square Park's family, Ocala's family, and now taking the adapt to the Henry County family. I mean, what can a man ask for? You have a lot of people that care about you. As long as you make things, you know, around you successful, everybody else will be successful, too. Yeah, go ahead, Rob. No, I, I always wonder how he's going to pull all this off. Sounds like he's got to be in, like, four different places. Hey, man, you know what they say, don't you? Superman wears a Tim Tebow cape. I guess I wear a Superman cape. No, I'm just kidding, guys. I, you just do the best you can, and when you love racing, I breathe it. I love it. You know, it's it's all a part of, of like I said, a family. You know, 
are going to do radio, me and my good buddy Joe Lineberry, who, who man, we stand arm in arm together everything we do, and man, he's a great guy, you know, and he's been a lot of success to help with me. You know, a lot of people don't know we talk about a lot of things in his truck and on the phone, and he's helping, you know, and, and, and it's not about – I'm not one of those type of person where I feel like I'm better than anybody else because, to me, everybody's created equal. But you know what? I just get in there and do the best job I can as long as as long as I do that, then nobody can ask for any more. And, and I think it's going to be good. I think, uh, like I said, it, you know, if, if Lucy Myrna called and was having a show and asked me could I come help him, I'd sweep the sidewalk. I wouldn't care because I just want to be at the racetrack, whatever it is. I mean, you know, this weekend we got Volusia, like I said, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The following weekend I'm liable to go crazy because it'll be the first time all season I've been out of a racetrack or a race. And it's just kind of odd, you know what I mean? So, so uh when but getting back to to the the, the chore at hand uh, down in uh, Henry County Motorsports Park when uh, when things get started next year, besides the dirt and getting that all squared away and figured out, what do you figure are some of the bigger challenges? I think some of the bigger challenges is I, I, to be honest with you, I don't know that it's going to be a big challenge. I think there's a lot of things like me and Ken talked about that that need to be changed at the racetrack, and I think once you change. Some people are going to be afraid of change. And if you're listening to me speak and you're sitting at home going, I'm afraid of this change, I'll tell you the same thing I told the guy on Saturday or on Friday on the phone when he called me or Saturday afternoon, whatever it was, the racer from down there. Don't be afraid of this change. This is going to be a great change for you, the fan, and everybody down there. But some of the changes would be like uh, you got guys that not, you know, maybe, uh, maybe they don't pay down as far as they could. And I think that's one of the things we're working on. Once you start paying down through the field, you'll see more cars come up. You know, that's one of the things that this guy was complaining about. I went there a couple of times. I ran fourth, fifth. I didn't get paid. You can't go and run in the top ten. Or I mean, I think if every race car takes the track, he should get paid in the feature race. I'm sorry. Even if he only makes $20 and gets back his money, he pays you to get in. That's part of it. You'll see that happen. You'll see, uh, I think, the place could use some improvements on the grandstands, like I told Ken. You know, if you go there and you see how small it is, you might be afraid if you're claustrophobic or whatever, you might be afraid, what if something happens? And I'm, and I'm stuck in here, you know. And I think you'll see those things change. And, and I think uh, you can do – hey, Billy, are there going to be improvements to parking and restroom facilities? Yeah, we're supposed to be putting in a lot of that other stuff. And that's one thing me and Ken was talking about was some parking. We, we had talked a little bit about some of the land that's around the place, about trying to do something with that to extend the park. Because let me be honest with you, if you've been there before, which I've only been there once. I mean, it was a great crowd the night we went there for the Kim Allen Memorial. It was a great crowd. I didn't really pay too much attention to the park because I was worried about, you know, getting the show going and making sure it was good for the people that's on the grandstand. But I think if you, if they talked about one time when they had to park all the race cars in the regular parking and overfield, you know, through the, through the uh, spectator parking, that's, you know, that's what I want. I want to be able to fill that place or get as many race cars in there every week. You know, I like it when you go there and you have to run a hobby stock B-Main or you have to run a sports B-Main because that means you're doing something right. And when you're doing something right, only good things can come of that. And, and that's what you want. You don't want – nobody wants to be a part of anything. It's like stock market now. Nobody wants to be a part of anything that's not going to be successful. And don't be – and I'll be honest with you, the place you have to get in there, it may not be successful in the beginning, but you make it successful. The world, you know, the world rotates every day, so nothing's the same day to day. I don't care what people say. People can say whatever they want to say, but it's not true. The world, some things you can't do the same. Today it might be cloudy. Tomorrow the sun, it might not be a cloud in the sky. That's a part of it, you know, and, and people have to understand. But it may take a little bit of cloudiness, a little bit of rain, a little bit of snow, a little bit of hail before things change there. But 
I promise you, when it starts changing, it's going to be sunshining on that place a lot. It's going to be a good place for people to go and race. And, and you know, there's a lot of, the biggest thing is there's a lot of cars down south that are sitting on jack stands that aren't racing. And that's what's fixing the change. People are going to come race. They're going to go to Henry County, whether it be for Miami, Fort Lauderdale, as I said, West Palm Beach, Naples. There's, I think there's a dirt racing community down there. I think dirt racing is, is huge now. I think it's been, but the only thing is, I think it's been this way for a few years. But I just think it's right now is the people are catching on to it. Well, Billy, I need to ask you, I, I have um, quite a few friends that race trucks on asphalt. And they're ask, they ask me all the time, will they ever race trucks anywhere on dirt around here so do you think you might race trucks down there at Clueston? well but you know that's one thing that's like when i started helping mike peters this year at ocala i saw he had a truck race on there i don't see why you couldn't if you put them on a dirt tire or get them some they could run the same they could run like a hoosier 500 or the same tire as the modified you put them on like, that, you put them on that. talking about full-size trucks that's what I'm talking about. I'm not, I'm not talking about. No, I'm, I'm talking about the like the truck series, like Rick Bristol just had this weekend. You could no, run them on. He's talking about full size trucks, man. They got this class of like. Uh, it's like you like, know. Like like you know. F one fifties and your grandpa's old pickup that you had. Okay. They run them things, big old I really, trucks. I, I really haven't seen too much about that, but hell, you know what? Hell, I'll race. I'll race two piss hands around her. I don't care. It makes the crowd stand up and they start cheering. <laughs> That's what it's about, you know. If you people want to see it, if people start asking, it's like I saw on Carnac this week where a guy from the Wingless Sprint deal was asking questions about it. You know, and, and I think that'd be another thing. You you would you know, if you could see that, you don't see that every week around here or once a month around here. You don't see anybody letting wingless sprints run, but you know, I think you'll see I mean, you never know. Down there, you know, tell them what they'll race. You know, you might come down there and I get the race against Jack Smith on foot. You don't know. <laughs> well, I tell you, it, I just think 2009 is going to be an exciting year down there, and I'm really looking forward to being a part of it myself. Oh, yeah. We're, we're looking we're looking very forward to a uh, part of, a, you know, whatever's going to happen. We we just appreciate, and I know that Ken, and I'm going to speak up for Ken for a minute, and I will say we just appreciate everything that, that Jack says that you guys uh, in Santa Florida Racing and, and Karnak has done to help. Um, I know that Ken appreciates it, and, and, you know, I know he does, and I think it's going to be great. And I think with you guys and, and with the team that we have, the team we're going to put together for Henry County Motorsports Park, uh, I think it's going to be a, just a bright future down there. Sounds like a winner to me, Billy. I'm ready to rock and roll, man. All and right. people can stay up to date about the developments of the track by uh, going to um, – there, you a, can be checking Inside Florida Racing. And also, they have a web, new website a new, up, right? new website being developed. It's okay. uh, uh, henrycountyracing.com, and okay. you can go uh, sign up, join the email list, and uh, get, get up to date. But, uh, Billy, man, thanks a lot for being with us tonight. I know you and uh, – you got to team up with Joe Dirt and do uh, trackside tonight over on the other coast. And uh, We're on our way right now, man. And, uh, you know, I want to say I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, I hope I, I answered the questions that you wanted to answer. And uh, I hope I told the people what they wanted to hear because all I speak is the truth. I'm not trying to – I'm not running for a politician job. I just – I enjoy racing. I enjoy people smiling. I enjoy to see the kids smiling. I enjoy them standing up watching them side by side, three wide. And, and, and I think that's what's going to happen. I, I think good things, like I said, I think great things are going to happen with Henry County, and I think the United Dirtly Mall Challenge Series has been for a huge year this year, or in 2009, and uh, we look forward to everything gets better. I, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys at the racetrack, and, you know, get out and get some dirt on your face. Oh, we'll definitely uh, be there. All right, Billy, man, thank you. Have a great show tonight. Uh, Bye. 
So what do you think, Rob? Excitement, excitement, excitement. Uh, what, uh, what, when's the first race? Uh, the weekend of uh, March 13th, 14th, 15th, or I think it's 13th, 14th, or 15th. It's the it's on the website there. But uh, yeah, it's March. Uh, it's a three-day deal, and uh, that uh, Saturday night is the uh, is uh, the the big big deal is uh, a United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series race. All right. Well, it sounds exciting. You know, he sounds fired up about it, and I I still haven't figured out how he's going to be at all these tracks. Well, it basically, he's going to be at uh, at uh, Ocala on on Friday, as of right now, and and uh, and down at Henry County on uh, Saturday, as he said. Uh, um, and where does he live? I should have asked. The other coast. He lives on the other coast. Yeah, he he's about a hundred percent. As he said, he's about a hundred percent that he won't be at. Uh, he's not yeah. going to be able to do he his Volusia be, gig. He must be yeah. loving that the gas prices are coming down because yeah. he's obviously going to spend a lot of time on the road. And there will be a. a you know, and he's going to have an assistant race director down there to handle things when he's on the road with the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series. So it's, uh, you know, anybody that's worked in or around, as you have, CC, mm-hmm. with some promotion and stuff, and, Rob, you have been around. Uh, anybody who's been around Ken Kenny knows he puts together a first-class team of first-stringers, and that, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll be cool. It'll be good. Yeah, CC, are you going to get a job over there? <laughs> Um, don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. Um, I think that, that you could be a big asset to them some way or another. And that racetrack, how far is that racetrack from uh, where you live? It takes between 70 and 90 minutes for me to get there from my house. Ooh, okay, that's right. It is a little bit further. So uh, maybe CC won't be getting a job over there. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, I think that's a great deal. I think that it's good that they're getting that track going. And if there's anybody that I think can um, make these, um, what he's saying come true. The changes happen. I think that you know Ken Kenny showed he he made drastic changes in late model racing and mm-hmm. dirt in, in the state of Florida. And uh, you know, look at what the series has done. If his uh, track you know becomes you know half as successful as his series, then I think that uh, he'll be able to run it for years to come. We uh, probably need to take a short break here and come back with. Um uh, sort out who's gonna who's gonna be up next because we really don't even know. I don't know, but I have a feeling it's probably gonna have something to do with the Charity Truckers 200 yeah. race. Uh, we'll have something to do with that. We'll be right back on Inside Florida Racing. fans, it's Christmas time, and that only means one thing. It's time to visit Billy the Kid's Diecast Center. This is something that if you haven't seen them yet, get on DirtWorldRacing.com, take a look at them, and you can see I got, there's uh, two pages of cars, there's also a checkout where you can buy them off the line there. Get your favorite Dirt Lake Model diecast today on DirtWorldRacing.com. Buy right online, use your credit card, PayPal, get one today, Heck, get two today. Hey, buy a dozen of them, give them to your friends. Billy's Diecast Center, DirtWorldRacing.com put the new Johnny Collins car up on there this week. Uh, Johnny Collins, the, the car he drove this year, the championship, the United Dirt Lake Model Challenge Series inaugural champion. And it says right on the back of the deck lid, 2008 UDL MCS champion. Get your favorite Dirt Lake Model diecast today on DirtWorldRacing.com. Buy right online. Use your credit card, PayPal. Get one today. Heck, get two today. Hey, buy a dozen of them. Give them to your friends. Billy's Diecast Center, DirtWorldRacing.com.
NASCAR is Florida Racing. New Smyrna Speedway, Orlando Speed World, and Columbia Motorsports Park are where the action is. Sunbelt Super Late Model Series, Goodyear Challenge Series Late Models, Fast Car Pro Trucks. Fast Car has the most exciting traveling shows in Florida. Your racing adventure begins at www.fastcar.org. That's www.fascar.org. Here you will find links to up-to-the-minute information about all the great Fast Car racing action. Fast Car, that's Florida Racing at its best. Karnak.com, your online racing community since 1997. Karnak.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper-Upper. Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper-Upper. Truly the long arm of the law at the movie theater. You and a velvet rope are all that keep the huddled masses from a free flick. You're the man Ever vigilant, you boldly demand to see our stuff. Getting a little personal, don't you think? Who's the guy in the military-style uniform that would make any third-world dictator proud? Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper-Upper, that's who. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, stuff master, because you really tear it up. Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper-Upper. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. It's an explosive night here on Inside Florida Racing. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back. And, Rob, we are moving along here. We have our next guest. I had the pleasure of watching uh, Steve Darflix race and win at the Orlando Speed World Charity Truckers Race this past Saturday night. Steve, welcome to the show. How are you all doing tonight? Doing really well. Congratulations on your big win at Orlando Speed World. Thank you. Uh, that was a, a nice win for our team there, uh, but uh, a better deal for um, that Lacey Pate. That was a, I heard they raised uh, near $14,000 for That's correct. That was correct, and it was a great race. How, what were your feelings on the race? Um, You know, we were really excited. We've had a good year going so far with it, me and my teammate there in the 12 truck, and uh, we wanted to come to Orlando and show what we could do with a tough competition there, and it, it worked out for us. It was a long race, but uh, we made it through. <laughs> it, it was a long race. And how did you um, feel that some of the things, did they did they affect affect you the, um, with um, the, the scoreboard not working um, um, and the little bit of rain that fell? Did any of those things, you know, uh, present any problems for you? Or the, 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 pretty, the crashes? It, it'd be pretty nice if the scoreboard worked. I mean, we were constantly uh, checking what lap it was, and it was tough for the spotter to find out. He had to um, hear it from the, the race fever, so he could only find out every couple laps. And uh, the rain, the, we kind of we didn't mind the rain because we had just took the lead 
and it seemed like about five laps later it started raining and they pulled out a yellow for it. So we were kind of all for that, and uh, but they went back green, which is what they needed to do, and uh, it worked out for us. Tell us your strategy that you had, you know, for the race, you know, as to, from where you started and uh, where you finished. Well, we got we uh, we qualified in in the top ten, and we got real lucky because we really missed it bad in qualifying, and we ended up qualifying ninth. And uh, earlier in the day, they had the the pill draw in the drivers' meeting, and uh, we pulled the the outside pole position, so that uh that worked out really good for us and. We had planned on the, the halfway point, you know, fill up with gas and uh, put two right side tires on it, and uh, and uh, let it eat. And uh, we did that, and it uh, worked perfect for us. So, from the midpoint on, yeah, I mean the truck wasn't too bad in the beginning. Um, right in the beginning of the race, me and the leader kind of checked out, and I seemed like we had a caution like 20 laps into it. It kind of bunched everyone back up and. I had to really, I had to change my line to protect the bottom to keep from uh, people getting under me and it let the leader get out there a ways. And once we got, I wasn't very good for the first two or three laps, but once we could get going, I could get back to running my line and we could kind of run. But by then the leader would be gone. So uh, after the the 100 lap point, I knew if I was going to get by him, I was going to have to be on a restart. And that's how it ended up working out for us. And uh, we actually, we had got under him. We about had him pass the yellow come out. We were pretty frustrated because he had been so good, and we felt that, you know, that was our only opportunity that we were going to have. But uh, we ended up getting another opportunity. Yeah. It worked good. Now, now recently, um, did you not just win up at DeSoto a big race? Yeah, it was just um, the season finale. Um, the 50-lapper at DeSoto, we had won the... The last race, the weekend before, we actually had a a real busy week getting ready for Orlando. We were down here every night, the whole crew, going through the whole trucks, maintenance them. Uh, my teammate actually broke a rear end, so we had to uh, thrash and get a rear end put together for him for this race. And we were just down here every night real late, getting ready and being 100% ready for the race, and uh, paid off. And how long have you been racing in the truck? Um, we hit a, we had a couple races last year that I raced. My teammate, he had raced all last year at DeSoto, and this is really like our, our first full year for me racing in the truck. But, uh, we had a couple races last year. We won a race down in Charlotte last year, and, um, but we, uh, we didn't have such good luck last year. We ended up crashing a truck halfway through the year, and we just didn't race very much, so. So what what were you racing um, before, Steve, before you made the move to the truck? Um, well, we started in go-karts, just about like any uh, young kid does, and we quickly moved up to a, a 360 sprint car. And we followed with the USDS and raced with Kenny Adams and a bunch of great drivers that really taught me a lot about racing in general. And um, we raced East Bay weekly when I mean, they, don't, they didn't have uh, – very many shows, but we'd hit them when we could, and we run a little bit of the TBRA stuff, and they'd come to DeSoto, and so we had a quite a bit of experience with the wing sprint car, but uh, that's really nothing like these stock cars. <laughs> How old are you, Steve? 
I'm 22. How long have you been racing since you were like, uh, how old? I, I, started, I started go-karts when I was 14. So, that's about that's great. Got eight years. So what what are your what are your race plans for 09? We haven't really talked about it yet. I mean, uh, we're trying to maybe put together some more sponsors for the truck team. Um, maybe we can do some more racing. Maybe we can do a little traveling. Um, we'll see what comes on the off season here. We, we got some motors to put back together now. They uh, we had a complete tech inspection over there. We had to take the motor out and totally rip it down. And uh, they find anything good there? I guess not. You were declared the winner. Yep, all three of us were legal. Yeah, Carl Green was on a mission, wasn't he? Yeah, they uh. How many? How many did they tear down? The um, the top three. Me and my teammate and uh, another guy, Brent Huber. He's also from Venice here, and we're real close with them. We uh, we've been helping them over the past couple weeks with their setups and uh, got to know them really good. And it worked. It was it was the best thing that could have happened to us for us to be one, two, three in such a big race. And because uh, we all we drove up together, we pitted together, we just um, we were just all really tight, and it it was it was uh, awesome to come one two three like that. So what are you guys gonna do now? Start building trucks? No, uh, we'll let Fred's garage take care of that. He uh, <laughs> there you go. He builds our trucks. He does one hell of a job. I think I'd have to say they're the best trucks out there. Um, they're great. But, uh, How bad did they tear your motor apart? Well. They come over and they said, uh, we want to see the head and we want to see the crank. They're like, wow. We, we debated, you know, it was already, it was getting pretty late. So we thought, you know, we'll, we'll just drill a hole in the, the oil pan and, you know, is that good enough? You can get your camera in there. And we talked about it. And, well, by then we were, we kind of changed our mind and we're like, well, we'll just pull it out. We're already this far. And so, uh, they ended up. They check the CC of the head, and then they're like, well, we're going to check the camshaft, too, while we're here. So they check the um, the lift and everything on the cam, and then they check the the bore and the stroke and the deck height on the block there. And then we pulled the motor out and pulled the oil pan off and let them look at that, too. And they said, uh, if the crank looks suspicious, we're going to take it out and weigh it. But uh, I guess they like how it looks, so we didn't have well, to go that far. I'll tell you what. That's good that they did that, Jack. Let me tell you because, um, you know, it, it just shows that, you know, these guys, are, they're all legal. And it shows that there is somebody that's looking. So uh, I think it's a great thing to pull in crate. But they're crate motors, aren't they, basically? No, we uh, we run um, built 305s. Uh, I run a Ziggler Racing 305 in my truck and my teammates' uh, um, complete machine shop 305. And, uh, you know, that crate motor is a tough deal to to keep a hold of keep an eye on and uh we were happy that they wanted to tear us down because that series has had such uh problems with you know inspection in the past and we were all for it and we wanted everyone around to see it i mean because we knew what we had and yeah they did the same everyone else knows it too did all three y'all have the same motor builder no i have a ziggler racing engine and uh the second and third place guy both have a complete machine shop Build their motors, both of them 305s. They're they're all pretty much identical, but yeah, Steve. You know they did the same thing um, at Lakeland. Remember they uh, at the, the the big truck fast car deal at, at Lakeland. They they tore all those trucks down too. Were there all night, and Carl uh, was there with uh, 
on their own and, and doing that. And, you know, from everybody that I've talked to over the last two or three or four years, um, that's one of the big things that um, has been missing in the truck deal around the state is really hard tech. And, uh, you know, so it brings more trucks out, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, earlier in the year, Fast Car came to DeSoto and we ran the race, and I think uh, we ended up fourth and fifth in the race. And, uh, you know, the top two guys, they all got, to- or the top three all got torn down, and the top two guys were found illegal. And um, we were talking with the guy that won that he got found illegal with his crate motor, and he said, you know, I'm, I'm not really one to to be a cheater, but this series is so bad, it's what you have to do to run up front. He said, you just can't touch everyone else if you're not doing something. And, uh, I mean, some people are forced into having to cheat up their stuff a little bit, but... Well, we didn't like the motors, the crate motors uh, didn't compete very well there against you three. Or did no? Uh, I'm not sure what everyone else was running, but uh, all year long at DeSoto, the 305 has been pretty dominant, and and I guess they should be. I mean, from what I've read into the rules and everything, you're what you're allowed to do to them, and how the the crate motors come, they should be a better motor and along with the, the great setups that we have and the great trucks and Fred's garage that we have, uh, it's just a perfect combination. Yeah. Well, give you an extra tire, son. Well, I tell you what, it was, a, it was, a, it was, a, it was a good, it was a good race to win. And it was a, it was a, obviously it was a, it was, you know, just a, a, a great event all the way around for a very, very, very good cause. The, the young lady, I mean, the Lacey Pate, the young girl who was the recipient of, of the uh, of the whole deal. Oh, I mean, and Rob, she, she was cute as a button. I mean, she's only one. She, King syndrome, like there's only been like three three in yeah. the entire country mm-hmm. that people know about uh, with this um, with this with this deal, and 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 it was really great. I mean, to see Tommy, um, the the young little boy who was there a couple of years ago, and and he was there getting an award and doing a thing, and it was just, I mean, it just it's very. It's the right time of the year to be doing it, you know. Yeah, it's, it's Rick Bristol. He does an excellent job, and hats off to him. He uh, he probably goes through a lot to get that whole. That's a big event to put together and to be in charge of, and he does a great job. And uh, we are very happy to come run with him, and we hope to be back next year and support him and everything. Uh, they well, have to do with that. It's a great deal. Well, Stephen, before you run off here. Um, C.C. Brooks and, and Rob uh, Bonehead Elting, uh, they have something they want to discuss with you. Okay. Okay, Steve. Um, on behalf of Pandora Jewelers and Inside Florida Racing, we are going to recognize you as um, our December Driver of the Month for your recent win at Orlando Speed World and your wins at, at DeSoto. You are the... Pandora Jeweler Inside Florida Racing Driver of the Month for the month of December, and you are now officially in the running for the Driver of the Year of 2008, and you have a chance at winning that beautiful $4,000 gold and diamond ring that we have that will uh, be presented um, probably in January or February. Probably in January. In January. So congratulations from all of us. Thank you. For your outstanding performance and um you know, we, we are we are recognizing our December Driver of the Month a little 
early because this is the last show of 2008. So we just wanted to congratulate you while we had you on the phone. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me. In, it, it, and I don't know when we're going to be able to get it to you, but you do have a, a wonderful plaque that we will be getting to you um, as, as soon as we can hook up with you in, in about two weeks. All right. Okay. Well, do, you, do you have something there, Rob? Well, he, he sounds excited at least, and uh, <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah, that, that's pretty amazing. I, I didn't even know. Uh, I didn't even know they had a running or anything like that. So well, yeah, we've been surprised to me. Yeah, all year long we've been giving away the Pandora Pandora Jewelers uh, over on the other coast in Deerfield, the beach. Uh, is a marketing partner with Real Racing USA, and we have this uh, beautiful. Uh, Pandora Jewelers uh, Driver of the Year ring. It's uh, as Cece said, it's a gold and diamond mm-hmm. uh, ring. It's beautiful. It's uh, that's the the award for the for the, the you know for the Driver of the Year. And each month we uh, pick a Pandora Jewelers Driver of the, uh, the the month, and they're listed on our Inside Florida Racing uh, webpage at uh, on Real Racing USA. And uh, awesome. you're in some pretty good company there, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, you can go on there and see all the different guys that are on there, Steve, and uh, go you check know, out your we'll, competition. We'll really appreciate it. I'll be uh, I'll be on there as soon as I get home. We're we're still at the shop working, unloading from the weekend, and getting stuff winterized. But I'll go check it out when I get home. All right, man. Congratulations once again on the big uh, the big win, and uh, it was it was a good night. Thank you, and uh, I just wanted to give a special thanks to Chris and Roger Bryson there. Uh, they mean a lot to me. They're good friends, and they own these two trucks here, and uh, they're just uh, wonderful people to put uh, me and my teammate in these trucks, and we have just a great fun all the time we get together, and I uh, just wanted to thank them. So, all right. Well, Steve, con- congratulations, and uh, we'll be in touch with you in a couple of weeks to get your plaque to you, and if I, if I don't speak to you before the end of the year, have a very Merry Christmas. You guys do. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey Rob. So so Rob, what we did tonight so far is we we actually did something a little weird. We gave away the December before the November. Before the November, man. What do you think? Silly. We're just silly, aren't we? Yeah. yeah well, it's it's the silly season. So uh, later in the in the show, we will announce the the November uh, uh, driver. And I know that Rob really is looking forward to this one. Well, you know, Rob. I can tell him that he's he's going to be so surprised. Rob, I'd be um, I'm more than willing to turn the reins over to you and you and let you make the big announcement for the November Drive of the Month because I know about your your specialness with this driver. Are we gonna do it right now? No, no, no later. No, no, later. Uh, towards the end of the show at the give end of the some, show. Give me some give me some time to you know. You gotta take a break, then we gotta do something else. Oh yeah, but like uh, fourteen thousand dollars was raised uh, at this event over the two day event. The Rick Bristol Wonderful. once again. It was a. Just a great, great show. I mean, they it, raised two thousand just by the lap sponsors, which we all were. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah the, We are going to have on the um, uh, cars market marketing racing dot com website, Rick's website for the uh, for the events, the uh, charity truckers two hundred. Um, in the next few days, we'll have uh, all the information about all the people that helped bring that about, and mm-hmm. some more updates on the. Uh, the whole Let's deal. Show all the lap winners and all that. Yeah, we'll have all that stuff on his website and. Uh, cool. Yeah, it's it's very cool. I have a copy of the uh, of the. Uh, of the program, yes, yeah, so do I. The program and it was. Our uh, names are in it, Rob. It was very well put together. It was a very good deal and it was a lot of fun. I tell you, I, I, it was a, a lot of fun. To, I, I rode over with um, 
uh, Rick Angie's and Bill Green, which is always a treat, um, and it's always something. Some strange things happen, and uh, we went and uh, on the way we 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 almost. Uh, Bill buzzed across three lanes of traffic at 80 miles an hour. I'm going to take a trip. He wanted to take us over. We had to go over to take a look at Lakeland uh, USA International Speedway as we mm-hmm. were making our way over there. And uh, what does it look like? Well, it looks like uh, it looks like uh, East Berlin um, after a bad weekend. You know, I mean, it's, it's all really? t- it's all torn down. Aww. It's all gone. That's too bad. Yeah, it, it's there. Or is the track gone. No, the track's there, I guess. But the uh, the uh, the uh, Grandstands are all gone, of course, and the the tower, the uh, the uh, what do you call it, the elevator shaft, looks pretty lonely there by itself. But uh, yeah, that was a kind of, but it was a great, great thing. Uh, Rick Angie's and and uh, Bill Green uh, announced the race uh, at the Charity Truckers 200 because uh, Dave Westerman had taken down with a cold and and had lost his had lost his voice. And, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Dave and uh, lost his voice. I yeah, can't believe it. Yeah, uh, he wasn't doing so good over there, so he turned the thing over. And uh, and it was broadcast live. We had a pretty good audience uh, pretty good audience online uh, listening to the, to the whole deal. By the way. I tell you, I had a great weekend. Uh, I didn't make it to the races, but I did go to the uh, ACC uh, championship game. And after the game, uh, a lot of folks out there know about Amanda, my uh, daughter there from uh, uh, the past. Um, she, she was always a singer. She used to sing a lot of uh, national anthems and stuff at the races, at races that I'd be at and stuff. And uh, she's been writing her own music and stuff. And she got to open uh, for Blake Shelton, who's uh, not only a big country star. I noticed the other day that he's like uh, voted the sexiest man in the world. Yes, yes, that's or that's true. Like that, I can't believe that. But uh, of course, he's a great-looking guy. Don't get me wrong. But it was he deserves time. it, Rob. Oh, it was great, man. She was awesome. She did a great job, and uh, um, she got to meet Blake Shelton up close. See, she used to be jealous. He's, he's you... a very nice guy. Yeah, I've met him before. Where did you go on Saturday? It was at the ACC Championship game. Uh, right after the game, they had a big concert. In Tampa. Did, and oh. Amanda's uh, band. Um, well, that's what the blimp was up there for. Her, her band yeah. opened for the concert. They played five songs. Amanda Drake and the, and the Barn Burners, it's called. And uh, they did a great job. Thanks, five songs, three original. That's pretty cool. Well, that's cool. Hey, um, let's see here. What did I want to talk about? Oh, we, Rob, did you hear we got Christmas presents? No. Oh, he. Okay. Anyway, we. This is so. I was so tickled pink over this here. Um, up at Orlando Speed World, I was back in the pits. Um, Jack was up in the press box and he calls me on my cell phone and he's like, you need to come over to the press box. We have Christmas presents here for us. So I just want to say thank you very much to Bone Man. Bone Man, um, I absolutely positively love my bottle of wine, um, that you, um, brought me for a Christmas present. And I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you this right now. I have it on display in my house and I don't think I'm ever going to to uh, uncork that. I just absolutely love the design on the bottle, and I appreciate uh, your kind words of um, about our show, and I appreciate you thinking about all of us here at Inside Florida Racing at Christmas time. So really sincerely, Rob thank you so much. Rob didn't catch that, so you might want to run that by him again. By, okay. He didn't – hey. So uh, anyway, but uh, so – uh, Bone Man was great, and he brought Jack and Rob and myself a beautiful bottles of wine um, from uh, Chateau de Beaumont. And uh, absolutely, uh, 
absolutely thrilled that uh, one of our listeners uh, thought about us this Christmas season. I appreciate that very much. So give us the – how do you really pronounce it? Uh, maybe we, we'll have to call him up or something and find – how do you really pronounce this uh, uh, this, this wine? Uh, is it Chateau de Bonnemont or something? I don't know. I, I, I just Chateau Bonnemont. Oh, is that how I don't know. I'm just trying to make it sound fancy. Yeah. But I have to – It's aged. I – I love the skull. There's a skull a bl- on the bottle, and it's just so I, wicked cool. Yeah, I have yours here, Rob. I'll have to get you. But, uh, yeah, I, I wanna, he's a big fan of the show, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. No but it's doubt. funny. I have it on display at my house. I walk into Jack's. He has the bottle on display what here. Is so. What is it? We got bottles of wine from Bone Man. A special blend. Oh. Special bl- is he making himself? Yes. From the finest of, the of vineyards. The vineyards in in Titusville. So uh, <laughs> that's it, it was so. Try it out. Is it any good? Oh no, I'm not uncorking this baby. I'm oh, keeping this, this as is, a wonderful this, um, this a memento moment. and displaying it in my living room. That's what I'm doing with mine. And that's. What about Jack? Did you, did now we'll we'll we'll, we'll drink yours. We'll Rob. drink yours. <laughs> we we've got it here, Jack. Hey. Court you, okay? Okay. All right. So let's get back to some truck racing here. We have uh, uh, Jason Howell uh, on the on the phone with us from uh, up in uh, Polk County, and uh, I guess that's where you're at, aren't you, Jason? That's up, right. I'm in Lakeland. Yeah, up there in Lakeland. And uh, I think you finished what fifth in the in the truck race? Yes, sir. I ended up fifth. Yeah, and uh, you in that 24 truck in the about the closing last half of the race last quarter of the race you guys were side by side for about 15 laps and everybody i'm sure in the grandstands both sides pit and and mm-hmm. in the main grandstands were uh, were all eyes on you guys where you put on quite a show there yes my uh, my truck was tight the last hundred laps of the race we made a change at halfway and it kind of went the wrong way and uh, michael kind of got under me well when michael was under me my truck freed up and my truck was actually a little better driving truck on the outside and I had raced, I'd raced go-karts with Michael for years before, and I had a lot of confidence in him that he wasn't going to take us both out. So I was pretty comfortable with him on the inside of me and just rode it out, and we ended up coming out on top. Now, Jason, you're a young guy, only 23 years old, and fairly new to the truck racing scene, aren't you? Wasn't this like only your, your second truck race? Yes, ma'am. I um, I drove a truck at Auburndale. Um, Aubrey Bruce drove his truck in the kids race and I drove it in the adults and that was the only race I'd race a truck before this race and Keith Lilly was fortunate enough to ask me to drive his truck and we jumped for the opportunity for great equipment AMF chassis Bob Schick builds an awesome truck and Keith and all the guys did a great job preparing it. Now would you like to do more truck racing next year? Oh yes ma'am if I have opportunity I will definitely do it had a blast um, 200 laps was the most I've ever ran at one time, and it was for a great cause, and Rick Bristol was pretty much the man when it comes to putting something on like that. The charity race, raising $14,000 is just amazing. It's awesome to be part of that. Yeah, and your dad was going around. He was uh, he, he was trying to drum up press for you even before the race. He come got us over there at the concessions. He's, he said, man, he was talking all about you, and then uh, so we, we we put a mention into it, and I come down. I took a picture of you guys when you're out there for the autograph session. You probably didn't even see us, and uh, but then you went out and put on a good show, man. So he 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 knew what he was talking about. Uh, Dad's been around a while. He um, 
he always tells me I'm riding on his coattails, which <laughs> I have big shoes to fill, and um, I hope I've, I hope it's possible to get the opportunities and the breaks that he got where I can fill those shoes. He really helps you out, I'm sure. I mean, is it, is it possible to take in all the information that he must pump out? Um, Probably not. He is full of a ton of information, and I'm probably – I'll forget more than he knows. So um, probably not, but everything he tells me I do take to account and listen and try to store it somewhere. Tell me this. How many times have you had to tell him, Dad, you can't do that in this series? Um, <laughs> not so much with the truck or the uh, or a race car, but a lot of times with the go-karts, he would say something, and I would be like, Dad, go-kart. And uh, <laughs> But, yeah, we've had our we've had our moments. So this, go ahead, Rob. Didn't he um, develop stuff for for even go karts early in his development of racing stuff? Um, I know he used to ride a go kart when he was younger. He used to have a, a two cycle go kart, and he, I, I know when we first picked him up, he was showing me things, and just the evolution of the sport is amazing. Just over the last five or ten years, from go karts to, to race cars to any kind of motorsports. So, and the evolution of obviously late model racing, uh, you know, uh, your father has a lot to do with that as well. Uh, you know, a lot of folks may not realize that out there. Did you have any issues with the the length of that race? Just the fact that it was so long. I mean, yet not having run a race like that long. Uh, no, sir, not really. I, I think that uh, I got out of the truck and I went to Keith and. We were both kind of sitting around talking, and Keith was like, I'm ready to run another 200. And I was like, well, I think we could, if we could get mine a little freed up, I'd be ready to run another 200 too. But no, sir, fatigue really was not a problem. Well, that's good. And, you know, we, we were speaking with uh, uh, Steve earlier, and, uh, you know, and he mentioned, you know, he that him and his crew were, you know, frustrated with the scoreboard not being able to keep track of the laps easily. Did, did you have the same feelings? Um, I did, and I didn't. I had so much going on. I, I really didn't have a chance to check out the scoreboard, but um, my spotter was on the radio with me, informed me of laps. So um, he was uh, really informative and kind of kept me up to date on how many laps and everything else. Well, that's good. And uh, like I said, you know, it's a great race. And I was, I, I'm just so thrilled that I get got to uh, beat my that my first time at Orlando Speed World was to watch you guys race in that charity truckers race. Oh, yes, ma'am, and I hope that uh, hope next year we are able to be a part of it because we had a great time as well. All right, cool. So, so now, now, before you go, did you mention what your uh, accomplishments this year in the karting world? Um, I um, I won a WK state championship this year, and I also won a WK national championship this year in go-karts. Wow. That's, Jack, I can't even tell you that that's huge. Absolutely. Tell the folks out there how many people show up and were uh, vying for that same position that you won right there. Um, we went. We uh, we actually traveled. We raced in uh, Daytona the, the first of the year in December. That started it, and we traveled to four different states to run different races. And there's anywhere from 200, 300, 400 go karts there. That varies. Which this year is kind of a down year with karting, um, as with all sorts of motorsports with the economy, but it's still huge, and we're really proud of our accomplishments. And Jack, you talk about guys that uh, are all over motors. <laughs> yeah, buddy. They got a heck of a teardown department in their deal. Oh, yeah, every time, yeah. If you win a, a tech, a, you go to tech at a go kart, you pretty much 
you take your motor apart piece by piece, anything from the crank to the valves to the piston, the rod, everything, carburetor, they take everything apart that will come apart on a go-kart motor. And how much does a go-kart motor cost you? Um, for a good the one, one there. on your cart to win the national championship, how much? Uh, probably $1,500 for a good one. Wow. And that's For a go-kart? Briggs and Stratton 5 wow. motor that's just been worked, and for a good one, they're $1,500. Yeah. How about one that's all modified in the modified classes? Uh, they're upwards of two grand, if not 2500 now, because they have a new overhead valve motor, which is an animal, and um, they're even more. You know, and it's it's funny. Animal. It's so many of the drivers who come on our show uh, week after week um, came up through go-karting, and, it, you know, one of the positive things we see about racing is around the state of Florida on a Friday night, a Wednesday night, and other nights, there is a lot of karting going on. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a yeah. good thing. It's it's great, you know, and uh, you know that the, the uh, stock car world has got a chance to see it more. You know, with the, the Soto Champ Car Series, um, those guys put on a great show. Um, but those national go kart races that he's talking about, when you have two two hundred fifty guys that show up for that class, and they're all vying for that top spot when you get those last 40 guys in there that are going to run then you got the best well at the uh, pr at, at the pri show last year we noticed a, a huge that's uh, the, the the big motorsports trade show in orlando we saw a huge uh, increase in the number of uh, vendors and displays from the world of karting and uh, I mean, it was some pretty sophisticated stuff. And uh, yes, yeah, so the uh, the guy that actually built my go kart was at the P- PRI show last year. Yeah, uh, and Kimball with Prowler Karts. Yeah, and then this year, that uh, they're not having the sprint car race at Orlando like they normally do. They're having a big karting event with uh, all kinds of celebrities uh, from the motorsports world in it. So, and that's, that's this a good, week. That's because yeah. uh, PRI starts on Thursday. Yeah, and that's a good thing. But uh, you run the Prowler Cart? Yes, sir. I see that guy. He's local Florida guy. He's in Brooksville, and yeah, uh, yeah. really good friends. He actually has a dirt late model, that a crate motor late model. He raced at East Bay this weekend, finished sixth, and he's going to run this weekend with the world late, the world crate motor deal, whatever they're having over there. But yeah, he, man, Sean Smith. You see, he was big in the carts, man. What's the same guy? What's the guy's name with the Prowler deal? Jason Kimball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, Jason. Him right, and Sean, him and Sean buddy. are real good buddies. Yeah, man, Sean ran those, and I mean, and look at Sean Smith. He's like, he's like one of the best uh, uh, dirt model racers in the state of Florida right now. And yeah, he's right one of them go karts and race. He's a big dude to be in a go kart, man. Yeah. <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll t- look at the size of me. Look at the size of me, Jack. You know, when I, I weighed two hundred pounds, and I was. A- yeah. Well, we're gonna get to your size and what that's all about <laughs> it here in a little bit when we have, have uh, two motors. Hey, yeah. I have two motors, uh, Jack. <laughs> But, uh, Jason, uh, thank you for uh, coming on our show on Inside Florida Racing tonight, and uh, congratulations on a great run, and uh, I'm sure we'll be keeping an eye on you uh, next year, uh, Next year, no doubt. All right, now, thank you all guys for having me, and I had a blast. All right, tell your dad we all said hello from Inside Florida Racing, man. See ya. Bye. Okay, so uh, we're going to go ahead, and uh, we're going to take a, a quick timeout. Coming back with David Rogers. David Wilson, Keith Butler, hopefully we can still catch Keith, Joe Lewandowski from uh, New Smyrna. Okay, it sounds good. Stick around, don't go anywhere. And some advice for a promoter from me. 
Uh oh, I sense trouble. What happened? Roger Krauss, driver of number 32, late model, and you're listening to Inside Florida Racing. Hey, race fans, it's Christmas time, and that only means one thing. It's time to visit Billy the Kid's Diecast Center. This is something that if you haven't seen them yet, get on DirtWorldRacing.com. Take a look at them, and you can see I got, there's uh, two pages of cars. There's also a checkout where you can buy them off the line there. Get your favorite Dirt Lake Model diecast today on DirtWorldRacing.com. Buy right online. Use your credit card, PayPal. Get one today. Heck, get two today. Heck, buy a dozen of them. Give them to your friends. Billy's Diecast Center, DirtWorldRacing.com. Put the new Johnny Collins car up on there this week. Uh, Johnny Collins, the, the car he drove this year, the championship, the United Dirt Lake Model Challenge Series inaugural champion. And it says right on the back of the deck lid, 2008 UDL MCS champion. Get your favorite Dirt Lake Model diecast today on DirtWorldRacing.com. Buy right online. Use your credit card, PayPal. Get one today. Heck, get two today. Heck, buy a dozen of them. Give them to your friends. Billy's Diecast Center, DirtWorldRacing.com. Karnak.com, your online racing community since 1997. Karnak.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done. shifting gears here we're going to go from uh talking about the charity trucker race to uh someone who is uh, a driver striking out do some good leaving the state of florida going up to north carolina to do some serious racing david wilson hi and david welcome to the show thank you very much how are you doing tonight doing real well now this sounds really exciting david um sounds like a really big deal let everyone know about what's happening well pretty much um we won the championship in Florida this year with uh, Scott Walters, and 
Um, we ended up getting going to North Carolina the other weekend and uh, testing with uh, Team Elite Falk Racing, and uh, we got along very, very, very well. And uh, I like the cars a lot, and uh, we signed with them to run uh, 40 races next year up in North Carolina, try to bring some more exposure on to my name, and hopefully um, get noticed. So that's, that's the walk moving up North Carolina next year. Well, it. Yeah. Say that again, please. Where will the races be at? Um, they'll be at Tri County Speedway in Hickory. That's so, racing a late model, super late model. No, it'll be. They don't. From what I understand, um, they don't run too many uh, super late models and stuff like divisions like that in North Carolina, or it's not the major series. From what I'm told, I'm not exactly 100 percent sure. I heard uh, late model stocks are the biggest. Yeah, they're late run in North Carolina. Late model stocks is the big deal up Competitive, there. Competitive, yeah. yeah. So no. you're going to run uh, 40 races, you said. Yeah, 40 races, Friday and Saturday night, so probably about 20 weeks, not like 40. It's not one every week. It's a Friday night and Saturday night. So we could maybe see David Wilson as a NASCAR champion or something, huh? That's definitely what I am uh, trying my best to do, make it to NASCAR, so hopefully one day. Well, isn't it a NASCAR-sanctioned track? Uh, Hickory is a NASCAR-sanctioned track, and track. yeah, it's the um, NASCAR Wheeling Series. They're sanctioned. Yeah, man. Just think, David, all you got to do is win a bunch of them races, dude, and you'll be a NASCAR champion. You'll get to go to the banquet and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. I know uh, we went up there and tested, and uh, Leo's great cars, and they uh, handled very well. And uh, I was very happy with the test. Lee and his son Mike are great people, and uh, we get along very well. So. so this must be really nice for you, David. You really don't have much to worry about. You don't have to worry about the car. Somebody's taking care of all that. You you show up at the track and, and you suit up and and you just perform. Well, for the most part, I'm I mean I'm actually going to um, go to the shop there because uh, I like to get hands on with it and just understand and uh, just get more in tune with the car. So um, I'm gonna go there and uh, see what I can do. If not, I'm at least gonna go there and bug Lee a little bit today <laughs> if you won't let me help. Well, that's good. It's always to know, you're, you're always gonna, to know everything you can about the car. You, yeah. You're, you're going to bug Lee Falk? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm sure. Um, I, I always find something to do. I mean, cleaning the cars after every race and everything. So there always be something for me to do because there's, I mean, there's countless things to do. So and cleaning them is a critical part too because, as my crew chief told me this year, a clean race car is a happy race car. And a happy race car is a winning car. A happy race car is a winning race car. <laughs> so I found so many incidents from cleaning a car. I prevented, I should say, many incidents from cleaning a race car. stuff. So it's definitely something everyone should incorporate into the program. Hey, uh, David, why did you guys decide? Why did you decide to go with uh, Lee Falk uh, Racing Development? Um, really, just it was uh, it was the best deal for for you know it. We, I mean, we got along so good. You really, I mean, in the cars, I was so happy with it. You really just didn't want to, you know, turn turn it down. It was um, very like just just the best decision I think for us next year. Hey Rob, yeah. What do you think of this now? The young man spends a year or so under the guidance of Dick Anderson. Right. Then he spends a year with. Uh, Scott Walters. I don't know what that racket is. Um, and then now you're going to go play with uh, Lee Falk. That's quite a quite a man. 
Major accomplishment for him. Holy cow. Yeah, but... That's some serious school teachers. Yeah, my dad's always made sure that we've had the best uh, the best for me to work with, so there's uh, no reason why I shouldn't perform. And if I don't perform better than my best, I'm never happy. So, And my dad gives me plenty the right stuff to do so, so I know I'll be able to perform. And I know that um, Lee definitely has the stuff to win championships and races, and that's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah, you know, we talked to him earlier um, about this, is, and, and are, is that what he's doing, Jack? Is the deal that we talked to Lee about earlier? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Development series to make drivers into uh, NASCAR drivers. I think that's what he was talking about. That's what I hope to see, David. There. That's great, man. Yeah, that's um, that's definitely what it is, and it's it's a difference coming from Florida. Uh, like, we run the super late models, and um. The cars of their late model stock, along with everything up past, you know, into a NASCAR, um, there's a lot of momentum racing that gets involved with it. And um, with the super late models, it was, you know, you go off in the corner and you get them turned and they turn really good. And, you know, it's a lot of power and it's not, I mean, you got to be smooth and consistent in everything you drive. But uh, as far as these late model stocks, it's, it's a different type of racing. It's, um, you got to keep your momentum up. You got to keep rolling. You don't want to bind the car down. Uh, planning passes are you have to strategize them different because, you know, because of the momentum. You know, you can't run in on somebody and get bound up, and then you'll have to chase them back down. So it's a it's a lot different, but it's all just stuff that'll help in the future just to make a better drive around myself. So. All right, that's cool. Well, we wish you the best, David. It sounds like you're just going to have an exciting year next year, and uh, we will be keeping our eye on you, watching what, your progress. Before you go, David, what are you doing? How are you going to do? Uh, you're you're doing school up here in uh, Orlando in college, and uh, how are you going to do that? You're going to change schools, or what are you going to do? Um, I'm actually not. I'm going to take uh, the semester off of school. A sabbatical. Yes. To uh, just focus on. Just focus on the racing because that's just where my true passion is. And um, <laughs> I sit in school and I stare out the windows and I think, why aren't I? Why aren't I at a racetrack? <laughs> so it's hard. It's hard to focus when that's when you're thinking about the racetrack and they're trying to talk about uh, engineering or financial accounting, which are two of my classes. And it's hard to focus to what the teacher's saying when you have racing on your mind, or they set you in front of a computer and or the the professor is talking about the subject, and you have the internet, and you're searching up racing and stuff. It's hard to pay attention. All right, man. We'll talk to you up there uh, after you win your first race. All right, sounds good. Okay, man. Bye, David. Oh, good evening. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to you too. Bye. Bye. All right. Hey, uh, hey, Rob. Yeah. Now, before we we still going to talk to tonight to David Rogers, who had a great, great, great run at uh, the Snowball Derby, finished sixth. Uh, mm-hmm. It's his best finish in the Snowball since uh, I think he said uh, I think it was like '79. That was like last century, and uh, uh, he finished fourth one at at one point way back then. This was a sixth place. That was his best deal. Um, there was I think nine cars or something like that on the lead lap. But we're going to talk to him. We're going to talk to Keith Butler here in a few minutes. And we're also going to talk to Joe Lewandowski from New Smyrna Speedway. But I just wanted to tell you something, Rob, that, that uh, you know, I wanted to – there's a couple of quote. There's a quote here that this came from a promoter. Oh, is this my favorite quote? Oh, my God. Okay. This, this, is, this is a quote, Rob. And you, I know you haven't heard this because we haven't talked about it. Um, 
a promoter here in Florida <clears throat> called up another promoter, and uh, part of the conversation was to talk bad about the media, um, us in particular, me in particular. And uh, one of the quotes in the thing was that uh, he has um, uh, a racing has been around was around racing was around before the internet and racing will be uh, around long after the internet is gone. Which, which I thought was a fascinating... <laughs> I'm sorry, every time I hear that, I just yeah. got a laugh. <laughs> I, mean, I thought that was just a fascinating piece of wisdom. The Internet's not going anywhere. It's just going to get bigger I mean, and better. I just wondered if Al Gore's going to sell the Internet, we're going to shut down the satellites <laughs> going up around the Earth, and then we're still going to keep... I mean, you know, but this was a, a really a unique piece of wisdom, and... Uh, you know, Three it, guesses, Rob, and you're... Oh, oh no, 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 no. okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> now, this promoter uh, did this uh, uh, last week, and this is a rather new promoter who, who really still has a lot to learn. Um, and, uh, you know, I just have to say, when I started in, in doing this Karnak thing uh, back in 1997... Um, you know, I thought I knew a whole lot about a whole lot of things, and I did know a whole lot about uh, marketing and stuff because I'd been involved in, in it in New York and, and Washington, D.C., and places like that for a long time, and, and I did have a lot of experience. But um, I didn't know diddly squat about racing, and I didn't know a lot about the racing community, and I didn't get a lot of respect from, from people that I thought should should give me respect, and and rightfully so. I didn't get it. And it took me a number of years, and you know a little bit about that, Rob. I mean, we didn't know each other, but you knew, you know, you know a little bit about that background. And and it took me about probably about four or five years before I really got started getting the respect from the people I really wanted it from, which was the track promoters. And and it, the reason that it took so long is that I had to do something, you know, I had to show something because. I, I had to accomplish something that helped this racing deal, mm-hmm. and personally, I had to to show them that I, you know, earned that respect. Because what I learned about this whole deal is that in this racing thing, you can go buy a championship, you can go to a local track, and you can get a mini stock or a sportsman, and you can throw so much money at it that you can buy yourself a championship. And Rob, as a race car driver, you know that. But I'm going to tell you something. You cannot buy respect in this business as a track promoter, as a as a race car driver, or any other capacity. You cannot buy respect. It doesn't matter how much, how many zeros are in your bank account. You can't buy respect in this business. You cannot bully your way to respect in this business. And you're certainly not going to lie your way to respect in this business because the people in this business, there is really such a thing as a racing community. And at the top of the very top of the page of Karnak.com on the front page, it says something about your interactive 
online racing community or your online racing Mm -hmm. community, and it's been there from day one. That line has been there, and that's what it is. It's an online racing community. And the reason that we did that and we took that approach with the Internet was because I had been around racing just long enough to realize and talk to enough people and, and got feedback from people to realize that every one of these racetracks is a little racing community. When somebody hurts, everybody gets involved and tries to help them. Um, when somebody's happy, people congratulate them. You know, it's, it's, it's a family and it's part of, it's a community. And then you put the whole thing together and what the internet has done probably more than any other thing is tied all the racing communities around the state of Florida together. It just so happens to be that the vehicle that accomplished that or was part of that was Karnak.com, which is not Jack Smith. It's hundreds and hundreds of people who have contributed to the racing community online, this little thing at Karnak. All I do is I kind of keep it on, on a cer- certain course and, and do a lot of technical stuff. But I had to earn those people's respect. And it's so like John Sapricone is a perfect example. John is a tough guy to deal with sometimes. I've had a problem with that several times. Other people have. But you know what? I have, but I have, exactly. But you know what? I have, I, I respect John Sapricone because I know, even though I disagree vehemently with many of his approaches to things and the way he does things, I have a lot of respect for the man because he's done it, he's paid his dues, he works hard at this thing, and even though I may disagree with him, he's doing it the way he's doing it because he loves it and he's trying to accomplish something, and, and we have to give him that. Now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the same promoter at, that made that silly comment about the future of the Internet versus racing we're in an event on on Saturday night, which is an event that is nothing but about the good about people. We're all there, racers, fans, car owners, staff, people from all over the state of Florida, from every corner, dirt and asphalt people. We're there to celebrate Rick Bristol's Charity Truckers 200, which was there to raise $14,000 for a little girl. And C.C. Brooks walks over to a promoter who, the same promoter who took the time out of his day earlier last week to call up and bitch about Jack Smith and Karnak.com and Real Racing USA to one of his other promoters in the promoter family. So C.C. Brooks goes over and talks to him, and in the process of talking to him, he makes a comment that if if Rob Elting was here, something to the effect that he would knock the crap out of him or he would knock him on his ass or some stuff like that. While we're at an event that is designed and is only for to, to, to be a positive, uplifting event where we're all involved to help raise money for this little girl and celebrate the goodness that is involved in stock car racing in the racing community. And Rex Guy, and, and Rex, what I'm going to say is Rex Guy, we will respect you when you have accomplished and earned our respect because that's the only way you get it. You've got to get the respect of the drivers and you have to get the respect of the fans and there's only one way you get it and that's earn it. And you don't earn it 
by making physical threats of violence against a member of the media because you don't like what they have to say. And, and let me just say, I, I didn't walk over to him and introduce myself to provoke anything. I just wanted the chance. Somebody pointed him out to me because I've never seen him or met him before. Um, and I just wanted to introduce myself to him so he could see me face to face. And I wanted to ask him if he had a problem with me because uh, of the show. And... and and that's and that's how th- things. And what did he say to you? Oh, he told me he had no problem with me, and he invited me and uh, my friends up to his track um, whenever I wanted to come up, and that uh, we would be uh, welcomed at his track, and he'd let us in for free and drive me around on his golf cart. So, all that being said, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with uh, Keith Butler, David Rogers, and Joe Lewandowski, and of course our November Remember, driver, driver of the month. And no, and my response. And your response, okay. NASCAR is Florida Racing. New Smyrna Speedway, Orlando Speed World, and Columbia Motorsports Park are where the action is. Sunbelt Super Late Model Series, Goodyear Challenge Series Late Models, Fast Car Pro Trucks. Fast Car has the most exciting traveling shows in Florida. Your racing adventure begins at www.fastcar.org. That's www.fascar.org. Here you will find links to up-to-the-minute information about all the great Fast Car racing action. Fast Car, that's Florida Racing at its best. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper. Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper. Truly the long arm of the law at the movie theater. You and a velvet rope are all that keep the huddled masses from a free flick. Show the men Ever vigilant, you boldly demand to see our stuff. Getting a little personal, don't you think? Who's the guy in the military-style uniform that would make any third-world dictator proud? Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper, that's who. Salute the general. 
So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Stuff Master, because you really tear it up. Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Repelver. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. No matter what, get out and see some dirt racing. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Yeah, dirt on your dog. Absolutely. With Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com. It's <laughs> another explosive episode of Inside Florida Racing. And Dirt World is every Wednesday night. <laughs> dirt World. I love getting dirty playing on dirt. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Inside Florida Racing. I'm C.C. Brooks. And uh, on the phone with us right now, uh, one of my favorite guys, Keith Butler. And he races with the Checkered Flag Sprint Series. Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. Doing hey, real good after this past weekend. I was going to say, I'm so sorry I had to miss the race, but I was up in Orlando. Tell everyone about the race. Uh, the race actually was really good also. The, you know, I had to start sixth in the heat race, which that was, you know, had me worried a little bit because there was a couple pretty tough guys in the heat race with me, but somehow it was like the seas parted ways when they threw the green, and by the end of the first lap, I was leading it somehow. I really can't tell you how and them sprint car stuff happened so quick, but that was good. We finished, you know, first in the heat race. And then in the feature, the, I think after the heat races were all over, I was eight points ahead of David Slaywiak, which that's the one I was really tight with in the points deal. Mm-hmm. Well, after the heat races, I was eight points. We're going into the night. I was only four ahead of him because he didn't have a real good heat race. Well, he was supposed to start, I think it was sixth, and I was supposed to start ninth, which, wasn't too bad, but I had to keep three cars, no more than three cars in between the two of us. Well, when the green flag flew, you know, I kind of let everything settle down because I really didn't want to be in one of them <laughs> silly first lap skirmishes. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, that didn't happen. And on the second lap, I think it was, a couple cars got together, and I think Dakota Stevens ended up spun out. Well, after that, I think David restarted second, and I was eighth. Well, you know, now I'm starting to worry a little bit because I need to get going. Well, eventually David ended up winning and I ended up second. So we accomplished the overall season win in the points deal and come out with a second place finish in the race. So that was actually really good for the night and the season. Well, congratulations on, you know, winning winning for this season. That's wonderful. And I know you're going to have the uh... – the Checker Flag Sprint Series uh, banquet coming up January 3rd, so that's going to be fun for all of you. And uh, I look forward to being there and joining you all at that event. Oh, okay, good. I didn't realize you were going, but that's good. That's great. Yeah, I get to be your MC. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't even sure. I didn't even know who it was this year. Well, that even makes it better. Yeah, I was thrilled when uh, Don asked me, so I- I'm looking forward to that. Rob, you want to jump in? Rob? How many races did you win this year, Keith? Uh, three. Three races and uh, one, three races? features. How many races did you uh, race in, in, to, to win this uh, championship? To, to win it. I can't hardly hear you, Rob. But Robbie, uh, what, what he wants, what he wants to know, Keith, is um, so, since you won three races, how many races did you race all year to build up for the points to win? I actually raced all the races that the Checker Flag Sprint Series ran this year. I think there, I think there was, I want to say eleven races. I think. I'm actually I'm not even positive of the races, but I think there was I think there was either it was either ten at Charlotte County and one at Inverness or there was eleven at Charlotte County and one at Inverness. Mm-hmm. But I actually ran every race this year. 
Now, are you planning to uh, run the series next year? I know next year they'll be doing uh, one race a month at, at Charlotte County. Yes, I am going to run every race that the Checker Flag Sprint Series runs next year. And thank goodness, you know, we got actually three racetracks now we're going to go to. Bobby Deals invited us back for, I think, uh, was it 11 more? I believe that's correct, yeah. Two at at, uh, Inverness, and there's also two at New Smyrna next year. So we're looking forward to that. You know, Don's got this deal going pretty good now, and we're going to start traveling some more. Oh, oh, I can't imagine. That's going to be a heck of a race at New Smyrna. I can't wait. That's a, that's a great track. Yeah, I love that place. Oh, that's going to be fun. Never never ran there without a wing, but I've been there with a wing, and that's, I love that place. So we'll see. The difference will be uh, without the wing. Uh, what do you think the difference is going to be without the the wing, Keith? The difference is you probably will have to back out of the throttle just a little <laughs> bit getting in the corner. Or with a wing, if you got a car right, you don't lift it all. Okay. So there's. It, it's not a big difference, but it, it's a big difference. <laughs> well, this is just, you know, it's so exciting uh, that that you won the, the season championship. And now, um, is that going to put any pressure on you next year when the new season starts up? Uh, I think there, well, I think there will be. I've never been in this situation for, for 16 years of driving a sprint car. This is actually my first championship, so. I can't say there will or won't, but I can just imagine that there will be. Mm-hmm. Next year, you're gonna you're gonna be trying to defend it naturally. Yep. But there, on the other side, there won't be quite as much pressure because usually at the first of every year, you gotta start digging to win the points. Well, I've never won it, so you start digging for that goal. You know, every year. Well, now that I have won it, now it's gonna be more of a you start digging the, you know, defend it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure there will be just as much, if not more, pressure next year. How is it? Uh, how's it? How's the deal going with your uh, your the thing you do there with the the program for supporting uh, our troops overseas? That deal's doing that deal's doing great. And every you know every time we race, we get a little more of something to send or some funds to actually help send stuff over. And tell us, it's actually going really good. I think we've sent. I think there's what is it? There's almost the 200, 200 or three hundred pounds of. A product that we've sent over to the troops. And they've received some really nice thank you notes back. They were letting yeah. me take a look through their book oh, cool. of uh, thank you letters cool. that they've sent that they have received from uh, the men and women overseas. And it's so that must make you feel so good, Keith, when you get those oh, letters. Yeah, that, that really that really touches you, you know, in the heart because it, you know, you, for one, you send stuff over there trying to help the guys that are protecting you or protecting all of us, so we can do what we love to do, you know, day in and day out. And, you know, it's good just hearing back from them, knowing that, you know, because they'll actually write you and let you know that they're doing good or, you know, what the situations are like over there. So, you know, it's actually pretty neat. So how, how can people uh, contribute or get involved with that program, Keith? Uh, you can e- either get a hold of Don Ream at Riverview Racing Equipment or the CFSS Sprint Series, or you can call me at 813-918-7251. Or you can email me at kjmotorsports at aol.com. Cool. Yeah, it's something really great to get involved in. Uh, I have tried on the months that they were racing up in Charlotte to always get to gather up a box of stuff to take um, for Keith to send over there. And, you know, and it's really it's really simple because if you know when they're going to be racing, um, you know, at your local track, you can plan and go, sh- you know, 
you have a month or so to go shopping and buy the little trial size things and just, you know, store them up and save them up. Yeah, take them to you Keith. Know, you know, if somebody wants to contribute something, it don't matter if it's 50 cents a dollar or if it's $100. You know, it, you don't got to feel bad because you can't give, you know, a substantial amount of money or product. It, it don't matter. How much? You can just contribute any one little thing. It helps everybody. Now, Keith, how much does it cost to send a box over? Uh, I think it is, it's a, like a flat, it's a flat rate box and they got two different sizes. One of them is, I think it's nine, $9.95, I think, and the other one's like 14 or $15. Well, that's not that bad, and that'd be it's easy, you know. You, you can, people, you know, out there, you can sponsor a box. You can exactly. spon- you can sponsor a box, you know, send them 10 bucks, 15 bucks and sponsor a box over there to um, our men and women serving in Afghanistan and Iraq. Cool. Exactly, and you know, we greatly appreciate it and I know the men and women over there really love it and they enjoy it. And they need the, they need they need the hygiene products over there. Yes, you and know? it makes them feel better, you know, that you know, somebody's doing something for them in return. That's right. Keith, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy evening and joining us on Inside Florida Racing. Not a problem. Congratulations on the championship, man. It's pretty cool. And we'll see you next year. Okay, well, can I say a couple of things? Oh, sure. You certainly can. Okay. Well, everybody, including Bobby Deal at Charlotte County Motorsports Park, I'd really like to thank them guys and women for, you know, having Don and supporting Don to get this deal started this year. And I'd really like to thank Don Ream at or Checkered Flag Sprint Series for doing this deal and not giving up when he got thrown out that other deal because, for one, it makes me – it made me feel a lot better. You know, the last night of the races, I actually raced for raced for a championship. I didn't fight for it, whereas other series, I feel like every time you go and win a race, you fought for it. You didn't race for it. You know, so that makes me feel a lot better. And, you know, I just would like to really thank those two guys for sticking – to it and making this happen and next year it sounds like it's going to be even twice as good or more well there is there isn't anybody better than don ream in this game that's for sure and you're right it's really nice to see the checker flag sprint series get bigger and better and we look forward to more to new drivers joining the series too yes and i'd like to thank jim banna you know jb banna enterprise and logistics eagle jet international golf american maverick core drilling ram engineering (laughs) four-star products and Real Race in USA, for one, because I did win the Hard Charger, you know, four or five times, I think, this year. But thank cool. you guys for that. Bell Helmets, Bill Steen, Butler Built Seat, Shaw Chassis, Leaf, DMI, Coleman, Real Wheels, Dyer Rods, Ear Everything, Riverview Racing, and MustSeeRacing.com. And the guy at Performance Analysis for all the, all the stuff he's done for me this year, because without that guy, all my promotional stuff and you know the show car stuff we did and everything like that it would have been real hard to put together you know with just me and jennifer doing it so we have another guy you know helping us do that so i'd really like to thank all these people for all the help and contribute contributing what they did this year all right well keith thank you so much for being here with us and uh look forward to seeing you in 2009 all right, all right well yeah i guess it will be at the banquet one at two yes it will yeah all right. Look forward to seeing you there. Okay. Bye bye. Right. Thank you guys. Bye bye. Wow. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to that. You know, um, Embro- there's still. Embroidery. Yeah, that's where I'm going right now. 
We still have so much to cover, and I can't leave out our friends Casey Mays and her staff at Fancy Work Embroidery. You can find them online at FancyWorkEmbroidery.com, and that's spelled uh, with an I and fancy. So it's fancy with an I. FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. You will find a link on the Inside Florida Racing uh, home page that goes directly to her site, and it's a great site, and they're great folks. She does quality work. She makes uh, my limited edition C.C. Brooks racing caps. She makes the uh, Inside Florida Racing staff shirt. She's made me a wonderful Inside Florida Racing jacket for use in the, the, the wet and cool weather, and they just do outstanding work there, whatever you need. Um, somebody maybe out there might be getting a new fire suit from Santa Claus. Well, let Casey and her staff at FancyWorkEmbroidery.com take care of all your embroidering on your new fire suit. They'll be top-notch, high-quality work. Maybe coming to the end of the year, maybe you want to put together something nice for your sponsors. They can do, you know, T-shirts, some nice higher-end kind of dress shirts, maybe promotional items that you want to put together, or hats, really nice hats. I tell you, if you've ever seen one of my uh, limited-edition C.C. Brooks racing caps, you know the quality that they do at FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. Check them out. It's FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. That's Fancy with an I. And uh, are we ready? Cece, yeah. i got to tell you. Yeah. We, we did it backwards. We we already announced the December uh, deal there. Well, we're, we're, yeah, we're sort but, of like that sometimes. Yeah, we do some things backwards sometimes. But we have with us uh, uh, Rob. Go, go ahead, Rob. Talk. Take it away, man. Well, you know, we just kind of surprised Wayne. You know, who knows what he's doing right this second. He's wondering why we're calling and what we want to talk about. Um, Wayne, you know, you had so many accomplishments this year, you know, in racing. And, uh, you know, we do this driver of the month thing every month. And, um, with all your accomplishments, you've never won it monthly, you know. And, uh, we look at all the stuff that you've done in, uh, November. And, uh, you know, we just have to sit back and say, you know, there's really nobody else that, you know, lines up and, and actually, uh, has performed like you have not only during the year but you know in the month of November. So let's point out Wayne driver of the month for the well, month of November. Congratulations, well, Wayne, and, and let's go ahead and point out that uh, he did win the Marion Edwards Memorial and he did win um, uh, his the Governor's Cup for the third time. for the third time, and that was part of our decision process, Wayne. Well, I tell you what, I thought y'all were calling me with controversy. I knew it. I knew you. I knew. I know. No, not this time. I do have something to ask you. Were you listening by any chance? No, actually, I wasn't. I uh, I'm actually coming back from the mall now. I haven't uh, haven't seen my little boy in uh, in about ten days from being at Pensacola. So we went out to the mall for a little while, and I'm riding in my cell phone rings. I looked down, and I didn't know who it was, and it was you guys. So yeah. Well, no. I took your advice that uh, you gave me earlier today, uh, Wayne, and uh, we do have that uh, that whole thing lined up. We're going to talk to uh, Mr. Rogers here in a little bit, but uh, this was something that came up when, this afternoon. I didn't even know we were doing this, man. Yeah, I had to remind Jack. <laughs> well, well, we got to do it. I, I feel very privileged. Thank you all very much for for thinking thinking of me when it comes to driver of the month. I I, uh, <laughs> I work I work extremely hard and. Uh, Sometimes I have more controversy than, than than most drivers, but you know at the same time I I I work hard at what I do, and, and uh, that that's a that's a good feeling of you guys calling me and telling me that. 
Well, when you work hard, you deserve recognition, and it's our pleasure to uh, award you this for the November Driver of the Month. And as soon as possible, prob- sometime probably within two to four weeks, we'll be able to hook up with you and get your your plaque to you. Oh, well, thank you very much. And uh, But, you, uh, Jack, you did get uh, David on tonight, huh? Yeah, we're going to talk to him right after you, you go, You're well, right next year. Hey, ask, ask him about hooking me up a little bit. He kind of he hooked me up up there during the race. He was wanting to get his lap back, and I, I kind of moved over and didn't didn't even force the issue. And he got his lap back. Then, I don't know, about seventy five laps later, next thing I know, he's turning me sideways. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just that's just typical of uh, five flags. It's you know people that got tires, people that don't. It's just uh, yeah, it's hard to race there without getting into each other a little bit. But uh, but so. no, I, I just uh, when you called me and asked me today, I, I appreciated it very much. But I felt like. Uh, you know, it's been a long time since David had a good run there, and I wanted you to call him. All right, man. Congratulations again on uh, Pandora's. Thank you very much, and I appreciate you calling me on a Monday night. Thank cool. you. Cool. All right. Man. All right. Bye-bye, Wayne. Okay, so uh, we're going to get uh, David Rogers on the line and talk to him about the big snowball race. Let's see. Um, what else? We want to remind everyone um, – this Saturday night, Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Hope you can come out for a very special event. It's called Noise for Toys, and we are working with Toys for Tots, helping them collect new unwrapped toys. Um, in Charlotte County, there are a lot of families in need. They've been hit especially hard this year with uh, job layoffs, and they need help for this Christmas. So you come out to the Charlotte County Motorsports Park this Saturday night for the Super Late Model Race. Bring with you a new unwrapped toy. They're going to take $5 off your grandstand admission. And uh, Santa Claus is going to be there Saturday night putting in a personal appearance. And there's all kinds of activities and prizes for the kids. It's going to be a fun family night. That's Charlotte County Motorsports Park this Saturday night. Uh, And it's a big super late model race. And, hey, Rob, are you going to be in the race? Which one? The super late model race this Saturday at Charlotte. Uh, I don't know. Um. Bobby's supposed to be uh, helping me uh, with some parts, you know, order some parts from him. We'll have to see if they show up. Okay. Well, I hope I you... to work on my car, you know. Well, I, I, I hope you can make it. Hey, David. David yeah. Rogers. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Nice to be able to talk to you again. Thanks for having me. Well, I heard you had a big weekend up at the Snowball. Yeah, had a had a good weekend. I've had big weekends up there before, but a lot of them weren't good weekends. Well, why don't you tell us what happened? Well, we um, actually we we went and we took a uh, totally different type of car. Uh, a friend of mine, Dana Ebersall, um, has been talking about building a race car for like he said he's had it in his head for about eight years now, and um, he finally got time and a little bit of money, and we put a put a car together that's a totally different type of race car. I mean, it's just got some really unique ideas and some stuff that really showed good at um, at Pensacola at the Derby because the you know Pensacola doesn't have a whole lot of grip and uh, this car was built to to have grip in it and it does uh, probably one of the best driving race cars I've ever driven and uh, you know everything worked real well for us it, it we had a good smooth week as you'd have it up there you know you're you're gone for a long time a lot of a lot of cars and a lot of going on and um qualified as good as i've ever qualified up there and then 
um, as far as the race goes, we ran as good as we've ever run. And this this past race was my 25th start. We've been up there a lot more than that, but um, uh, for whatever reason, didn't make a few of the races and what have you. But um, this was my 25th start and uh, actually my second best finish. So come out real good for us. Go ahead, Rob. We finished, uh, well, we actually finished seventh, and then after the uh, inspections at the end of the race, uh, they, they teched pretty hard up there. Um, actually, the, the guy that won the race, they threw him out uh, over a um, actually a brake cooler issue, and so we ended up finishing sixth. Well, so uh, tell us a little bit more about this car. You know, uh, you hear a lot about, you know, Pensacola and... Uh, it, it, like you said, having traction issues, and uh, you don't need a bunch of horsepower there, and this and that. So, what, what is it about the car that you had? Well, it just—it's got some just some ideas in it that you know it's not like anything you've ever uh, that I've ever really seen before. Uh, the 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 front end's built built differently than than the conventional car. If, if you just walk up and look over the fender, um, doesn't really look a lot different till you get to looking and. Um, like the the frame rails in the front, it doesn't have a have kickups. It just it's straight. The the lower a frames go over the top of the frame rails. Um, then then the uppers it has uh, it the car's built with big springs. It's built with five inch springs that and the shocks are separate, so it's not a coilover type car, which is a car I've always liked as far as being real easy to work on and um the dana builds his own suspension pieces too so the upper a frame's a pretty wide piece so the frame uh, so the spring and the the uh shock both fit inside of the uh, the wow. upper um pretty neat piece so i mean it worked out good like you said now is this guy strictly just make uh make chassis and, and like and, and let guys like you use them or does he sell these things to other people or what well actually this his whole idea is to get into the chassis business this is the first one he's ever built um the the first car that you know we he had some interest in people talk to him about at the derby about about purchasing one you know and he's um, you know, he's planning on planning on building the cell. Uh, he hadn't really got real far along because it was such a dream for him to build that, build the car that, you know, um, when he built it, uh, I think he was extremely surprised that, that it worked as good and as simple as it, as, as it did. So, uh, you know, now he's going to have to have to decide, does he really want to be a, a car builder or not because he had enough interest the other day that if he you know if he gets to market it himself in the the chassis i think he'll be be able to do it um he's not wanting to build a lot of cars he's not wanting to mass produce them he's wanting to build basically you know hand build each car and and uh i think the 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 car showed a lot of potential you know it helped a guy like myself that um that all this new soft spring coil bind and all that stuff old timer like me has trouble trying to get a feel and trying to get an understanding of uh everything that i've learned over the the past about 30 years the last five years is kind of like 
I didn't know what I was doing, you know. So, but this car, this car was is real simple. Uh, it it has the soft setup under the front end. Um, to be honest with you, we ran it at uh, the first time we tested it was at Speed World, and we got rained out. And then I ran it a couple races at New Smyrna, um, and then then the Derby. And we've not changed the front springs on the car at any race. It, you know, we've changed some rear springs and some some trailing or uh, some upper link angles and stuff like that. But basically, that's what we've done to it, and it works. Seemed to work really well at at, at all three of those places. Sounds very interesting. I'd like to check that car out. Well, we, we've got it at my shop, and um, I'm sure the next time we'll run it will probably be the uh, the Red Eye. I imagine that's the at New Smyrna. That's probably their next race we'll run it at. But um, uh, anybody that's at a racetrack anywhere around or at, around my shop or whatever, they're welcome to stop by and look at it. It's a unique piece. It's just like I said. It's not it's not something that's scary looking. It's just pretty pretty simple built car, which makes it real good for me. I think we're going to have some pictures of it. Uh, Michael Fedig is going to send us uh, some shots of your car from uh, uh, the Snowball Derby, and uh, we'll have them on uh, Karnak, Real Racing USA, and all that. And, uh, David, uh, you know, you had to have a great weekend. You didn't even get involved in any of that controversy going on, man. Well, you know, the controversy up there, the, you know, um, the, the, the Bryants, when they took that racetrack over, they've they've done an awesome job. Every year that we go up there, it's, it's actually better than the year before, which is hard around racing. You know, they, the racers themselves throw the throw them a bigger, bigger, bigger curveball with the getting bigger haulers and all that. But they they do a great job of getting us all in and getting us parked. And you know, I don't know what the final tally of car numbers total was there, but you know, 140 cars and they get them through tech in one day and they tech all of us the same. And, you know, they, they treat you like a grown-up, and they treat you like um, like you've got a little bit of sense for being there. You know, they tell you things that are wrong. They don't, you know, scream and holler at you or whatever, but they tell you, you know, this is wrong, that's wrong, and it's got to be fixed before qualifying. You know, you can you can do whatever you want to do, but they tell you what needs to be fixed. They don't miss, you know, I've, I've read some of the stuff and heard some of the stuff about the the – brake coolers that well they should have checked well they did check it i I personally know they they told several people you don't run blowers you if you want to leave the blowers on the the brakes unhook the wiring don't have them hooked up you can't run them they're against the rules they're not in the rules and you know and if you get caught after you've been told and after you've been warned then it's not the racetrack's fault it's yours and i'm glad that they you know it's hard to hard to get thrown out of a you know a, a, a big a biggest race as that is and you know the twenty thousand dollars to the to the kind of people that won that race it's not really the the money it's the prestige but you know if if you're wrong you're wrong and i think that's how racing needs to be and it needs to you know that they they need to to be a precedent for for all the racetracks around i think you're right i think consistent teching at all tracks for all classes and series, um, keeps things above board and fair and um, a level playing field. And, and then, and then fa- you know, fans in, they don't, don't get into it so much about what's happening, but it, let the, it lets the drivers know that when they win, 
don't don't start yelling, you know, they must be a cheater because everyone's been through tech and everyone's been checked. Goes tenfold for something like the snowball derby with the visibility and the high profile and the, just the, the whole deal about the snowball, right, Dave? Right. You know, and, and you got so many people there from from all different different types of racing and and, and the whole thing like that. Yet, uh, Ricky Brooks, you know, he's he's scary to me because when you roll your car up there, you better know you have done your homework and done it right because he's going to throw you out and he's going to tell you it's wrong if it's wrong. But on the positive side of that, he's been their tech guy and for a couple years now, and <clears throat> their fields are getting bigger and bigger because that's the kind of people, if you're a real racer, you want to go and compete with the best there is, but you want to compete with the guys that are straight up. Yep. You know, you don't want to go to to have some guy come in and be able to just because he's got a lot of money be able to buy stuff and and cheat his way through and buy his way through the you know politic his way through the through the tech end of it. And and I really feel when you go to go to the derby, you're getting the best you can get. I'm sure there's guys up there that run traction control. Traction control's a big issue in short track racing. I don't think they can catch it. Personally, I you know, um I don't think there's there's a tech guy out there that can find the traction controls that they have. But besides that, the majority of the things are teched and teched properly at that racetrack. Yeah, and when you the last go ahead, Rob. Hey David, you're you're lucky that you didn't win that race because they probably wouldn't have liked your newfangled car. <laughs> well, just to show you, I called I called Ricky um, when I saw the car myself. I went, "Oh man, I don't know if he's going <laughs> to like this." You know, there's nothing in the rules that says you can't do what we did. Right. Yeah. But that doesn't make it right. Right. So it, so I called Ricky and I told him exactly what the car was the the man was smart enough that he didn't say yes or no he said david i'm gonna have to sleep on this one so he said i'll call you back tomorrow and i'm thinking oh gosh so he didn't call me back by he said i'll call you back by lunch tomorrow well at about four o'clock i called him and i said oh gosh you didn't call me back so i hope your sleep wasn't a nightmare over this car i told you about and he goes no no he says he said, if all the numbers that, he said, I haven't seen the car. He said, but if all the numbers that you told me, because he was smart enough, he asked for A-frame measurements, links, and measurements right. from the center of the motor. And he knew what to ask me to, to make sure the car was straight up and it wasn't some uh, crazy wombat thing to bring him, you know, that, that would have caused him grief. And right. and he said, David, if, if the car is the way you've explained it to me and all the numbers are the way... I don't see you having a problem with the car. We were probably the sixth or seventh car in tech of the 140. He definitely <laughs> rolled under and over and in and out of the car, and he said, well, it looks like you didn't lie to me on all the numbers, and I don't see anything wrong with the car. So, you know, I wasn't that part of it. I wasn't, you know, um, I was real worried about it when he, when he saw it. I was like, well, because it's, it's different, but just because it's different doesn't mean that he's going to throw it out. Because he knows he knows racing and he knows right and wrong, and 
you know, if if he puts it in the rule that it's wrong and you do it, that's the people that he throws out. Well, that's cool. So, so you'll be at the. Field up. So, so David, you'll be at the uh, at the uh, red eye at uh, New Smyrna on January third. As a matter of fact, we have one more guest left. We're going to talk to him here in just a few minutes, and that is Joe Lewandowski from New Smyrna Speedway, who's going to tell us the details. That that'll be your next race, huh? Right, I think so. All right. Well, man, it's been a it's been a pretty uh, pretty good year for David Rogers. Well, we you know we didn't race as much as we'd like to. Hopefully, Joe can can get them together over there at, at you know the new Smyrna bunch and and Speed World and you know there's a, there's a couple of good rumors going around that they might go back and really have super late model racing again. Um, that'd be a good thing for David Rogers. If it happens, it'll be great. And if not, you know we'll we'll figure out something to do and somewhere to race because you know getting up in the years and i I don't want to be forced into retirement that's what i keep telling them at new smyrna and speed world you guys are forcing me to be retired you know people are asking me when i go to pensacola well david i didn't see your name a lot how many races did you win this year well i only won one Oh man, you had off year. I said, well, we only run eight. <laughs> right. Yeah. Did you tell uh, us you were the driver of the month? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's hard to tell them. Tell them that they go driver of the month. Big deal. You didn't race but once in three months. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, David. All right, man. Thanks a lot for taking some time out tonight, and congratulations on a good time up there and a great run up at the, the Snowball Derby, man. Thanks for having me, good guys. My David. Great show. Thank you. Uh huh. Okay, let's see. Need to remind everyone you need to jump online, realracingusa.com. Go to Real Racing, and um, you're going to want to go to the fan forums because you want to uh, then click on the one that says vote for the best of the best. You have until the first week of January to vote in the best of the best. And then um, in January, we're going to be having a banquet, and we'll be awarding um, awards um, to the winners in these categories. Well, you're looking at voting on um, best track promoter, best concessions, uh, photographer, reporter, uh, improved, most improved driver, best rookie, um, best overall driver. And I got to tell you, I'm looking at some of these results so far, and I'm surprised. I and I I'm I'm, I'm I gotta say I'm really surprised and. Um, you know, I thought certain guys would be out in the front, um, in, in front of other drivers. But uh, it's really interesting if you, you know, if you're a driver out there, and if if you're on this best of the best list, if you are one of these people nominated to be considered for best of the best, I encourage you to let your friends and your family know, so and, and encourage your friends and families, your coworkers, to vote for you. Um, and we're going to have lots of fun in January when we have our banquet. I know, Jack, and I, even though we might not be on the air anymore after this, uh, we'll be working behind the scenes putting together the big banquet where we'll do the uh, the best of the best and the driver of the year and the uh, uh, the lifetime achievement driver. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to try, try, try. We'll make sure that we uh, invite Rex Guy to the banquet, too, so he can come over and then he can knock me out or whatever he wants to do. Is, is, is that your is, – do you want that to be your final comment on that uh, subject? I think that, uh, well, I, I hadn't had a chance to uh, say anything about it, but, you know, I've been thinking about it. That's the first that I've heard of it. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of think like Jack does. It's kind of uh, kind of ridiculous for the guys out there making threats, especially a guy that, uh, obviously, I mean, I, I don't know him, but I don't think he knows me. And, 
you know, I've probably thrown out bigger bags of trash than him, but, you know, I've, you know, I've, I'll just go ahead and say it like this. I'll bet anybody out there any amount of money they want. That the first time that I see Rex Guy, and Rex, if you're listening, the first time that you see me face-to-face, I guarantee you, you don't punch me. I guarantee you. All right. Listening out there, you just make sure that the next time you do, you you eat eat a good lunch that day. (laughs) You're going to need it. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're going to find out. You're going to need it. Oh, my goodness. Um, Let's see here. Over the next month when the show's not on the air, we want to encourage everyone to Keep up with the uh, the forums um, and uh, you know stay in touch with us um, on the on the message boards here. There's going to be a lot of things happening. You know we want you to please continue to vote for the best of the best um, and um, you know and stay in touch with us. And of course, um, I can't believe this is the last show we're going to do until January 12th. I, you know, personally, um, from my family to yours, I just want to wish everyone out there a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And, of course, um, you know, want everybody to be safe. And, you know, tracks are still racing. Go to your, if you're a race fan, go to your local track or uh, start traveling and checking out some other tracks. I'm having so much fun. I love my home track, Charlotte County Motorsports Park. But I've been having a lot of fun venturing out to Clewiston and to East Bay and to New Smyrna and Orlando Speed World. And if you get a chance, go out, uh, support your local track, but travel and go check out some of these other tracks around the state. You know, great people at all of them. And um, I'm just having so much fun doing it, and I'm looking forward to continuing and being with again. This weekend, I'm at Charlotte County Motorsports Park for Noise for Toys, helping uh, the fundraising efforts for Toys for Tots. Huge event this weekend. There's a lot going on this weekend, actually. It's amazing. There's uh, The uh, East Bay Raceway Park has a, a big uh, late model deal and a bunch of other stuff going on there. And uh, we, we were, Joe Leondowski called me this afternoon and uh, wanted to talk about the uh, – the Red Eye, he actually wanted to be on next week, but we weren't going to do a show next week. So he was. we were going to talk to him tonight, but I can't seem to reach him. Um, he's probably watching the Tampa Bay uh, football that game. That has but, started, <laughs> yep. Um, July, or July, Jan, uh, the January 3rd, 3rd of January, the Red Eye at uh, New Smyrna Speedway. And uh, big deal. They're bringing it back. And uh, we'll have more about that on Real Race in USA and on Carnac.com. Um, I got to tell you, you know, it's um, it's uh, it's been a kind of fun thing, man. Working with uh, you and Rob has been, uh, it's uh, certainly different than working with Rick and Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, by the way, in uh, beginning in January, probably late January, um, Rick and Bill and I are going to do a, a, a thing, a, a once a month show mm-hmm. live out on the road, and. Um, uh, we're going to announce. Uh, we're not quite ready to announce the the details of that. We're going to wait a minute on that, but we are going to do a um, a show out on the road um, from Real Racing USA, and of where course, fans can be invited to oh, come absolutely. and join. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, that's the whole point. Once a month, the deal. And uh, uh, Rob is uh, over the the time we're off here. Rob's going to put uh, together a bit of a a studio on his place, and uh, 
can be able to expand our, our deal on how we do things here. Well, guys, I, I just want both of you to know how much fun I've had over this uh, last year doing this show with you. And, uh, and just how much fun I've been having going out and learning more about racing and going to the different tracks. And everyone I've met and all the new friends I have made and the racing I have been able to do. Uh, just thank you so much to everyone. Looking forward to being here with you guys for 09. Yes, it should be a great year for all of us. Um, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and uh, a Happy New Year. And just think when we come back, we're going to find out. Who the driver of the year is? Who the owner of that ring's going to be? I yeah. know. I'm so excited about that. Hey, I'm um, Rob. going to figure this out. Oh, oh my, it's going to be tough, we, isn't we, it? We have some time to gather to get together and discuss that. But hey, did you take little Robbie to go see Santa yet? What are you talking about? Santa wakes him up every morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rob. <laughs> hey, man, it's been fun, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to Inside Florida Racing. Stay in touch. Down the center town, yeah, in some hole in the wall. I got to do the safety boogie. I'm going to jump until I fall. I've got to do the safety boogie. I'm going to jump until I fall.